This episode is sponsored by Supreme of the UK. Click the link in the description and support the podcast. Quote CFR at the checkout and receive 10% discount on your order. Good day, good night, or welcome back, CFR Sports. Um, we have a special guest, and I've kept it very local today. Only an hour and a plus away from the old Birmingham. I have the one and only Charlie Leary. How are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm good, thank you, man. Thanks for having me on. You're most welcome. You're most welcome. You have a you had your, your last outing was spectacular, entertaining. Yeah. Um, I, I've been meaning to reach out, so I thought, what a better time! Let you d- decompress, get back yeah. over to uh, a bit more colder climates, and we can <laughs> yeah, ex- <laughs> definitely explore your um your journey. But let's stay in the present currently. What yeah, was your cool. experience like going over to you know Hawaii and you know that? Mate, it's it was dream come true, really. Um, everything apart from the result yes. was superb. Was absolutely superb. Um, I mean, when I got offered the fight, I'd, I'd been offered a couple of fights leading up to it um, for what card was it? There was talking about possibly being on the Dublin card um, that fell through. Then they got me a fight for the Paris card coming up this week um, or mm-hmm. next week, um, and then that one fell through. And then out of the blue, my manager goes, oh, we've got some good news and some bad news. Bad news <laughs> is your fight's falling through for Paris, but um, are you able to get a visa? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, no record or anything. He's like, sweet. Yeah. How, how do you fancy going to Hawaii? And I was like, uh, yeah, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. So uh, everything leading up to the fight is uh, was up and down as it always is in a camp. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it ended up being a catchweight fight. Um, they'd asked... My opponent asked for a catchweight, which actually turned out to be great for me because it meant I actually got to enjoy a bit of Hawaii. Normally, mm-hmm. fight week is horrible because it's the final weight cut and all that. And I, I spend a lot of time just sweating and trying to sleep and not do anything yeah. else. Um, mm-hmm. But because it was a catchweight, I pretty much got there on weight. Um, I got to enjoy going to the beach, chilling out, eating a little bit. So it was, yeah. it was great. Awesome experience, man. Really was the the people over there are superb. That obviously Bellator looked after me. Um, mm-hmm. Yancey himself, what an absolute gent he is, man. I mean, absolute honour to fight him. Um, so it was cool. Everything, like I say, apart from the result, was uh, was superb. Yeah, it's it sounds it. It really sounds it. And obviously, as many of the fighters I've spoken to, generally, I mean, Bellator do look after their fighters. It's you know, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, sure. there's no. Um, crazy incidents and stuff and to have that so what was the the travel arrangements did you fly to mainland america and then a a flight across yeah so you know what it was it's funny me and my coach were saying it was the longest tuesday of my life because we woke (laughs) up i woke up at like six o'clock in the morning in england um to get to the airport got to the airport and then we flew i think it was about 11 hours to phoenix um spent a couple of hours in phoenix like transferring and and going over um and then we flew i think it was about almost seven hours to hawaii and we got there and it was still tuesday like six o'clock tuesday evening it was like oh my how we traveled for 24 (laughs) hours and it's still tuesday like you know what it was was all right because the the jet lag and stuff didn't affect me until i actually got home it was all right going over there everything was fine got there slept nicely everything was great when i got home oh my god jet lag killed me for a week it was just I guess you was just on the high as well. You know, you're you're mentally and physically preparing for that thing. So yeah, jet yeah, lag wise, and 
and when I when I'm there, I'm getting to go and uh, go to Waikiki Beach and stuff like that, and uh, yeah. it's beautiful sunshine, and there's a swimming pool and all that. And then obviously I get back and it's raining and it's cold and it's horrible. <laughs> it makes a bit of difference, doesn't it? It definitely does. But that that's when you know when you're you're heading home. You've yeah. come from hot climates and, you, you know, everything's nice and bright. And then all of a sudden you start yeah. to see these, the rain hitting the glass. It's like, oh, here we go. We're back exactly. in Europe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's it. Uh, fun and games. But as I say, tremendous. Thoroughly enjoyed that. The whole card, to be fair, the whole card was... It was, was, was yeah. it, it, Bellator do know how to do their optics. I think one thing I will criticise of sorts, mm-hmm. and I don't know who, why they've done this, but obviously, you know, they, had, they were on BBC iPlayer. Yes, yeah. Um, well, no, they're still on BBC they're iPad. Still on the, yeah, they're still on the iPad, yeah. There was some crazy deal. Like, I had to watch the... Because I couldn't stay up, you know, to watch the fights. It's, it's... <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> so work, think, isn't it? It is. So I was waning, so I thought, okay, yeah, you know, I think I got to about, like, two thirty, three o'clock, and I thought, okay, I'll pause it where it is, and I'll catch it when I, when I you know, when I wake up the next day. Yeah. I got there. I got open up the app. And only the prelims were available. It took me about oh. two days before I could the main event, like the main card came really? on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, I, like I say, I, the, the last couple I've watched live, so I haven't had to worry about catching the, the replays or anything. Yeah. But that, that must be annoying trying to, uh, yes. they're not on yet. <laughs> totally, totally. But one thing I will say that the platform, as you know, I play, you know, yeah. it, it's, there's generally not much problems no, versus no. obviously looking at, you know, if you want to consume PFL content now, yeah. you've got to download that DAZN app. Uh, yeah, just, I know, I know it, it's obviously money and stuff like that with companies and things, but I think right now the, the best thing for people is to get eyes on the sport. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So with Bellator, the app's free. You don't mm-hmm. have to pay anything. You can download it and you it doesn't have to be on a certain telly. You don't have to have a certain anything. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on a laptop. You can do it on anything and just get the iPlayer and, and there it is. So I think it's a, always a good good thing to be able to get the eyes on the sport. Um, so. Totally agree, especially with the UK market. I mean, exactly, the model yeah. the model's changing where people are kind of now thinking, all right, then I'm prepared to pay, like going back to the old school days, like $9.99 for a pay-per-view. Now, generally, it's like £30 yeah. pounds upwards. So Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, I was looking it, at it, the um, UFC card recently. Um, I, I had a teammate fighting on it, the, the London card. And okay. It was, like, it was like, okay, so you had to have... Um, Fight pass for the, the prelims. prelims or something, the early prelims. <laughs> then you had to have BT Sport for the actual prelims. Yeah. Then you had to pay uh, a subscription or a pay-per-view for the main of main yes. card. For, and it was like, mate, you've had to pay three different subscriptions just for one mm. card. It was just one. It's just mental. So I think, uh, and, they're, and they're not cheap. It, like you say, it's not $9.99 anymore. It's like £35 and stuff like that. So. Yeah. With the cost of living crisis, as I say, as you <laughs> yeah, say, yeah. getting eyes on the sport, which is most important. Obviously, UFC yeah. is that, you know, the, has got the monopoly and people yes, still yeah. refer to mixed martial arts as UFC. But outside of that, we need to get as many of these casuals who who have heard of Conor McGregor, etc. Exactly, you know. Exactly. Yeah. They need they to get, be watching all yeah. of these things. Yeah. All totally. of them. Totally. And given the access to people, I mean, I totally get it. You know, some big cars, of course, you want to make it pay per view, but make yeah, it as yeah. seamless yeah. as possible. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And the more the more eyes you can get on it. I mean, we've got some, especially in the UK, we've got some great fighters, man. Whether it's yeah. for the UFC, whether it's for Bellator, whether it's a PFL. Mm-hmm. We've got 
great guys the whole way through. Um, so hopefully the more eyes on it, the more people realise that it's MMA is a whole sport. It's not just the UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can you can um, attest this, I guess, of sorts. I mean, what is the the temperature down in Watford in regards to you know the the Joe Public saying kind of yo MMA? I'm I'm feeling it. I'm liking it. No, it's a strange one, man. It's still it's still quite quiet. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. If you're in, if you're into the sport, if you're into UFC and stuff like that, obviously, um, you in Watford, it's okay. Everyone knows like our gym and all that sort of thing. But for me, still, a lot of people are UFC and or or nothing. Do you know what oh, I mean? Nothing. They don't realize like, yeah, there's there's. Don't get me wrong. There's there's people that if you know the sport, you know what Bellator is and stuff like that. But there's still yeah. people that you'd say, oh yeah, yeah, like I've, I'm a professional fighter, and they're like, oh right. I, UFC and I say, oh no, it's better. Oh, I don't know what it is then. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so yeah, it's a little bit, little bit quiet still, but it is definitely on its way up. And trustfully, Bellator can pick up on what they were doing pre-lockdown with all of those European cars, yeah. the Dublin and doing all of that because it, we yeah, need I really it. Hope, I really hope that they can start picking up a few more. Do you know what I mean? I'm like I said, I'm, I'm actually really lucky. Bellator give me a two-year visa. Um, so I can now go quite seamlessly over to America and fight on any of the Bellator cards, pretty much as long as they're willing to pay my flights. Obviously, I'm not sitting there waiting for a European card to come around and can I do this one? Can I do that one? Do you know what I mean? So, but I do like the European cards. The London show is always a great show. Yeah. Um, and with the thing is, <clears throat> I haven't heard anything, but. Obviously, I fought my debut for them on um, Bellator 200 at uh, Wembley. Um, mm. And obviously, 300 must be coming up soon. So I haven't heard any plans or anything, but that would be nice to uh, to get at London again, wouldn't it? But Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, I, I can see I can see a path of sorts where Bellator... I mean, Bellator is still a very viable product and brand. And as you yeah. say... As you say, and as I'm, I've been saying for so many, so many years, it's not just about the UFC. It's about no, Bellator. No. It's about PFL. Now, you know, yeah. old world series of fighting. It's about one championship. It's about exactly. fighters having more than one option. UFC's yes, yeah. excellence. They've got an excellent sort of chokehold on the market. You know, yeah, yeah. branding wise and all that kind of stuff. But again, when we talk about fighter experiences, unless you're top tier. Yeah. It, it's still a very tough road and don't get it twisted Bellator it's still a tough road but it's yeah, still, yeah, yeah. At, at least you're more of an employee versus like a guy look come here you're gonna fight now this is yeah. the price you're paying you know yeah yeah that's it yeah literally I've, I've had I've got nothing but good things to say about Bellator they've they've treated me really well they've given me an opportunity to basically fight full-time um and it's yeah they they, they paid decent money um mm -hmm. and like I say I'm fulfilling a dream being yeah. with them um and i think with bellator a lot of it is they look for like exciting fights they want yes obviously you want the best fighters but you want the best fights as well so mm. it's not always about that oh on your record and stuff like yeah. that you know what i mean um and i think it's it's showing because a lot of the top fighters are now fighting for Bellator. I mean, if you look at the champions, man, they'd hold their own in any organization. Of not course. Just Bellator, not just UFC, like yeah. any organization, they'd hold their own. So, yeah. Cool. And, 
Yeah, and that's the misconception. I mean, that they, they, they do people do think that you know, outside of the UFC champion and maybe the top ten or top fifteen, yeah. no organization can can hold a candle. Where, as you say, top five of all our organizations, we're yeah. gonna have some interesting matches and interesting oh, decisions. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If I was um a like uh, an oligarch with access to lots and lots of money, yeah. I, I would on at least on a two yearly basis, a biannual basis, have some sort of like uh, MMA sort of Olympics where every single Get all of them together, yeah, and let's yeah, just yeah, battle yeah. it out. Fresh yeah. belts as well. No, like you're fighting for this title. No, you're fighting in this particular, yeah. you know, situation. And if you win, you get the whatever championship kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. Uh, we we it just needs to happen, man. It needs to happen rather yeah. than people. That's another thing that I love about Bellator. They, like Scott Coker's willing to put on the champion versus champion. Like they do the thing with rising and stuff like that, don't they? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, let's let's mix and match. Let's try it out. Do you know what I mean? Where other organisations aren't aren't that happy about it. Do you know what I mean? So no. it's, listen, it's cool. It's it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, um, totally. People, people have different business sense and stuff like that. And like you say, UFC have got the market kind of cornered at the moment, but. I think it just proves that there's there's more out there. It doesn't have to be the UFC or nothing. There is better, there is other options. Do you know what I mean? A wide variety. I mean, this this week, this I guess this weekend wasn't that packed, but at least we had we had two one events. Yep. We had obviously the DJ and the um, Adrian. And then we yeah. had Aljo and, and Cejudo. So it, it's yeah, pretty yeah. packed. And sometimes we can get, obviously, the one event. Then we get a Bellator event the same yeah, yeah, day. Yeah. We might even get a PFL. And then we've got yeah. a USC event. So it's literally 20-plus hours of, of combat sports for the weekend to digest. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. There's a lot flying around. A lot flying around now. So it's good. It's great for the sport. Do you know what I mean? When I first started, it was, it was pretty much UFC was the only thing and I'd, I'd have to stay up until god knows when in the morning to watch it on bravo or something like that just like yeah just one one event or three events a year and it was just yeah ridiculous. yes so at least these days there is it is more mainstream and people are actually starting to uh to see it all so I'm, I'm i'm glad because we've got a lot of fighters who who don't have haven't had that experience of yeah the two three four events a year not every single week we've got an event that's, which that's it yeah which i understand from a business model and it is getting more eyes but i think it's on the ufc's part it's watering down their their brand yeah possibly they're possibly almost oversaturated it okay, yeah they're, they're putting on too many too many cards mm. maybe but i listen like i say i'm not i mean Dana and stuff are making absolute mints, aren't they? So maybe maybe they get they are getting it right. <laughs> they're they're they, earning more money than I am, so maybe they've got it right. But but who knows? Yeah. You know, I do feel I do feel sometimes like I used to know every fight. I used to like watch all the fights I possibly could. I'd know all the yeah. stats. I'd have like every oh this guy that guy blah blah. Nowadays I'll I'll see a card and go oh I didn't realize that card was even on, and then look yeah. at it and, and not recognize some of the fighters. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And be like, oh, hang on, no, I've never seen this guy fight, and he's fought three times for the UFC or stuff like that. So it's a little bit, a little bit oversaturated. But listen, if they're all, all these people are just being able to make a living out of the sport, then yeah. happy days. You know what I mean, that's that's the main thing. This is what it's about: fulfilling dreams and destinies, inspiring exactly. people, and ultimately paying bills and and creating legacies where possible. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, exactly. when you put those gloves down in 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 the cage, the circle, the octagon, the yeah. ring, whatever you know, 
you want to leave something where people can say, Charlie yes. was exciting. You know, exactly, yeah. He yeah. may have not been a champion in particular yeah. in X amount of organizations, but you know, when you book Charlie to come and fight, we're going to be entertaining. He's going for it. There's not going to be point fighting and playing exactly. it safe and, exactly. you know, yeah. just, just scraping out a decision victory kind yeah. of thing. There's, yeah, there's a lot to be said about about that sort of thing. Like, I've, I've not arguments with my dad, but I've had conversations with my dad where he's he said to me a few times about, like, oh, you should be more vocal. You should do this, do that. And it's like, man, I'm not, I'm not that type of guy. I want to put yeah. on exciting fights. And listen, I've got respect for everyone who gets in there, man. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I've got massive respect for everyone. I'm still going to take you, try and take your head off. I'm going to try mm. and knock you out from the word go. Do you know what I mean? But afterwards, I will happily help you up, shake your hand. And like I said, I've got massive respect for everyone who gets in and, and competes at this sort of level and, and, and trains this hard and stuff like that. But yeah. I'm not. <clears throat> excuse me it's like you say at the end of the day i want people to go charlie he was in great fights win lose or draw he come to fight he put on mm. exciting fights and people want to watch me do you know what i mean so hopefully hopefully that's what i get by the, yeah. by the time i retire 100 percent, 100 percent. so going back to when you was on the couch and you wasn't yeah. necessarily like competing like yeah. who were some of your fighters you kind of like looked up to or kind of thought oh. yeah man that you know what? Starting up when when I was first ever watching, um, I remember being in the gym and and like I used to work in like fitness gyms and stuff like that. Yes. Talking to the personal trainers, oh this guy, that guy. And when I was watching it, it was Tito Ortiz. He was either yeah, okay. a Tito Ortiz or a Chuck Liddell fan. And yeah, I was yeah. a Tito fan to start with. Um, and then it was Matt Hughes was superb. Yeah. I used mm. to love Matt Hughes. Um, Bj. GSP. Who? Bj Penn. BJ, BJ Penn, obviously. Now, BJ Penn, when I was watching, he'd, he'd beat Hughes and then he disappeared for a while, didn't he? Because they had that yes. argument. I didn't get to see much of his fight because he went off and, and didn't do a bit. Um, yeah. So I was more of a, a GSP fan when he come through. Um, mm. But one of my favourites and all-time favourites was Robbie Lawler. I, man, when, when that kid was young, man, his fight against like Tiki and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and then he went off to strike force and he went a little bit by the wayside. He was just fighting for the sake of fighting, I think, just yeah. to pay bills, really. And he was yeah. a middleweight and all sorts. But he was still an exciting fighter. And then uh, then to come back and win the title, he was, I think he's one of my all-time favourites, um, was Robbie Lawler. Mm, good choice. Very good yeah. choice. Robbie was, again, a very entertaining. And as you say, that's, in the early it. part of his career, he was like, he was not to be played with. Oh, man, but he was, yeah there was that rejuvenation of his career when he went back to the UFC and got that, got that gold. So this was it. Yeah, this was it. He, listen, the, the guy was a natural fighter, I think from a young age and he was in the UFC from about 18 or wherever it was. Yeah. Um, I think he just come up against a couple of tough guys. I mean, he, he fought Diaz, didn't he? Uh, Nick Diaz, mm. lost to Diaz and stuff. Um, and I think, I, listen, I don't know, but it just seemed to, seemed to peter out a little bit. Um, and went to, like I say, strike force and stuff, went to middleweight and it was almost like, oh, I'm just going to pay the bills here. And then yeah. when uh, when it merged and he went back to UFC, I'm really pleased that he dropped back down to welterweight and looked like he really took it seriously, didn't he? And and it, it proved it with the results, with getting the belt and all that sort of thing. And like you say, he's always been a super exciting fighter. It was just mm -hmm. nice to see him string it all together and actually get the title as well was, uh, was superb. 100% sir, 100%. So what was what was the drive for you to get into fitness and then ultimately to uh, to start start oh, fighting? Man. So I 
I always played football. I, I from a young age, I thought I was going to be a professional footballer the, the whole time um, I was growing up. But my brother was a good amateur level boxer. Um, so I always watched the boxing and stuff like that and, and see him training and stuff. But I was playing football and I was like, look, I can't do it. I'm going to be a footballer. Um, I was signed at Watford as a kid. Um, mm. Then I got released. Then I went to Wealdstone. Um, so I'd done like an academy of football through Wealdstone. I think I signed from them from about 16 um, till I was about 23, something like that. 23, 24. Um, and yeah. I went traveling went traveling for a year because I just fell out of love with football in the end. I just, I don't know. I just, it, it, it wasn't the sport that I grew up with. I, I grew up playing Non-Premier League. Yeah, this is I. I had like um, players like Stevie Gerrard and stuff. I, I used to love yeah. guys like that. Tough tackling, great on the ball and all that. And then at one point, it just started like you couldn't touch anyone. Do you know no. what I mean? It almost become a, mm. a, a non-contact sport. And I just didn't like the rolling around and the, the diving yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so I was at the time I was working in gym because I was doing the academy of football and stuff like that. I was done like sports science at college um, okay. and got a job in a gym as a fitness instructor. I worked my way through um, assistant managers and stuff like that, manager of a gym. Mm. Um, but I just, it just got a little bit, um, a little bit dull. Do you know what I mean? It was the same yeah. thing over and, and my mates were going traveling. So I went traveling for, for nine months um, and come back and went, tried to go back to football. Didn't really like it. And found a place where they were doing the MMA. I always loved MMA and uh, mm. and then found a place that was actually training and thought I'd give it a go and never looked back. Quit quit football completely and went, nah, forget it. I'm gonna <laughs> go fight instead. I'm gonna learn some 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 additional skills rather exactly, than kicking yeah, a exactly. level ball around. Yeah. Exactly, yeah that's it. So are you still at this at the same gym? Yeah, so, yeah, so I, I still train with the same people. I've, I haven't changed gyms. I've, I've been with David Lee and Team Crossface since I started uh, about 15 years ago now. Um, wow. So I've been, I've, we, listen, Dave is such a, a good trainer. He's got the knowledge of all, all the, the things that you need. Do you know what I mean? He, he's got some striking. He's got great BJJ. His, mm. his nutritional advice, his strength and conditioning is great. He's really looked after me all the way through my career um there's no need for me to go anywhere else um and he's not the type of guy that will go oh you're not allowed to go and train with these guys and you're not allowed to okay. do this you're not allowed to do that so i mean i go up and i'll spar with um leon edwards and all that sort of thing up at renegade sometimes oh, you go um, up to brum okay yeah yeah, yeah man i would come and see them a few times um obviously i fought tim wild um yes i remember I, 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 yeah i go up to I'd go up and, and train. I really liked him. We're, we're, yeah, we're Tim's cool, quite well. man. Um, yeah, yeah. real nice guy. Um, I mean, all them guys up at up at Renegade are great, man. Such such good guys. Really, really good luck like, team and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll go and and train and spar and stuff like that with other people. We've had um, like I went and helped out um, MVP one time over at London Shoot, and a couple of guys from London Shoot have come over to ours for some sparring and stuff like that. That's so good, man. We do, That's yeah, really we do good. we do get we do get bits and. Because Dave's such a good guy, um, and he is like got this open door sort of thing. He does. Um, we've got sparring on a Wednesday and a Friday. He says, "Listen, if anyone wants to come in and spar, they're more than welcome to come down. Like pros and stuff like that want to come down and spar with us, they come down and spar." So um, we do get training with other guys, but like I say, I've just always been with David Lee and, and Team Crossface, and I haven't yeah. needed to go anywhere else. 
that's good that's good that you can number one have that that loyalty and also have build that that history and that relationship most importantly that relationship between the 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 coach and the you know the fighter um and because i have heard that you know that especially within this combat sport oh no if you're at this gym you ain't training with nobody else no yeah this is is it now this i listen everyone everyone's got something to be able to add you know what i mean you you've got to mm. be able to go out and pick little bits and do this and do that with other things otherwise you just get stuck in a hole doing the same things over and over again you're not yeah you're not improving learning you know what i mean mm. yeah, exactly you're not learning you're not improving you're not you're not seeing how everyone else is doing it do you know what i mean whereas this way and this is why i i, I like the fact that bellator pfl um ufc everyone's starting to pick up the english guys now because it's not like we're all having to fight each other on these smaller shows and just the yeah. UK shows anymore where, all right, like I say, all right, I fought Tim on, on Bellator, but it's, we're all now fighting for these big organizations. Yes. We can help each other out and try and push the whole of the UK MMA totally. to all be fighting on these big shows, all making the living out of it. Do you know what I mean? Make all the gyms in the UK better. So it's, yeah. it's cool and it's sweet. It's a it's a um, a great little ecosystem and and yes, with Rocky yeah. obviously you know reigning defending exactly, you know yeah, yeah. he's really championing and sparking the youth yes. to say look you know Listen, there is and trust me man you you just keep an eye on uh, Fabian as well because he's got Masassi. oh yeah. he's got Masassi oh, and then he's got that title shot man now don't get me wrong um, Eblin and Masassi are both superb but if anyone could can beat him it's it's Fabian man that guy is that guy is special so. He's cool. definitely special, and I'm, and I'm glad you're so high. It's upon Fabian. Um, oh, man, big time, yeah, big time. Yeah, I, I'm just a little bit worried. I know he's got the skills. I know he's got the athletic capability, but the experience that Gay Guard's got—that's yeah, my. You know what? This is the only thing that I think. The trouble with Gay Guard is he can just turn it on because, man, what's he had like almost fifty fights or something. Fifty like that. plus fights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The the experience that guy's got, but Fabian has got all the ability and all the skill to go in there and shut him off completely. Mm. But you don't know what gay guard's going to turn up. Do you know, know what I mean? Some, sometimes that guy is different level. But listen, my, my money would go on, on Fabian still. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and obviously my my head and my heart are both saying, I hope Fabian does does the job. Um, yeah. But yeah, what 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 an opportunity. When, when he was fighting Machida, I was there. Ooh. I was. I was there at, at the fights and stuff like that, man. And it was like, yes, he's getting the chance to to shine against yes. one of the top guys in the world. And and how much did he shine, man? It was superb, wasn't it? It was. It was. It was just a tremendous. Was it a KO or a TKO? Yeah, yeah, KO, KO, man. KO. <laughs> yeah, he just caught him with that elbow in the clinch, backed him yes. up, and just cracked him, and yeah, put him down. So it was. It was that was awesome, man. Awesome to be there for that. He's got the he's got the um the power as you say and the skills yeah. and I, I'm a hundred percent back in Fabian as well I'm a hundred percent back in yeah. Fabian now when we get to Evelyn yeah he uh, has shown yeah. some different Man. level of, of of yeah this is it he's he's one of these guys like I said before you've got the champions in Bellator that could hold their own in any organization mm. he's one he's one of them do you know what I mean him uh, and Amosov at welterweight man Amosov last night was ridiculous. Ooh, that guy yes. was just on the whole thing. Mm. Like, and, and he'd taken like two years off and went exactly. to Russia and all yeah. that. Stuff. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is phenomenal. But like you say, Eblin is is really good, man. He's got that all-round ability, not just the wrestling and stuff like yeah. that. So it's, it's listen, but if you've got to beat the best to be 
of be course, a champion, you know what I mean? To you're, be the best. Yeah. To, to win a title in the UFC or in Bellator or in um, PFL even, you've got to beat some of the best guys in the world. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's mm. always going to be a tough fight. And let's not forget that gas tank. He's got flipping yeah. an unlimited gas tank, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very different. I mean, aren't Logan Stolley and him training partners? Oh, 